And welcome back to Archives of Fabella Daily, the podcast with law and order in a magical world. Today is November 21st, equal to Scorpio 30th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. November 21st, 2006, is the date anti-Syrian Lebanese politician and government minister Pierre Germayel is assassinated in suburban Beirut. But in the magical wonderland of Fabella, an artist became a murder suspect. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Scorpio 30th, 6006, FY, Fabella year, equal to November 21st, 2006, AD, Earth year. The magical world of Fabella is policed by brave people, calling themselves wardens. Blue cloaks are responsible for investigating crime and arresting the offenders. This is one of their stories. Elpis is a floating island on Fabella, able to be maneuvered around the world. Blue cloak harpy Jayla Valkyrie patrols the streets and air of the capital city of Balaran. One day, she is called to the home of Roland Spindle. The goblin patriarch has been hit with a killing curse, and his mansion robbed of valuables. When Jayla delivers news of the death to the Spindle family, they already have a suspect for the murder in mind. Kyla Blackjack, an elven sculptor, had created a bust of Roland Spindle one week previously. Blackjack got in a fight with Roland Spindle over a billing issue for the bust. The Spindle family is convinced that Kyla Blackjack murdered Roland Spindle for the money. Jayla makes an appointment for noon the next day to meet with Kyla Blackjack. When Jayla arrives for her appointment, Kyla's troll assistant, Savannah Littletree, is in an argument with a man named Stanley Nightshade. Nightshade is a former partner turned artistic rival of Kyla Blackjack, enraged that she is keeping his last paycheck from their partnership. He comes over every day at noon, threatening legal action over the matter. Jayla diffuses the situation by telling Nightshade to get in touch with the financial claims division of her precinct. When Jayla meets with Kyla Blackjack, she finds a very sweet elven mistress 
feeling the pressure of her money woes. Blackjack's alibi is that she was messaging a clerk with the financial claims division at the time of the spindle murder. As they are talking, Acela Dragon, an animal about the size of a parrot, flies into the studio. The small reptile nibbles at some food Blackjack has put out for the animal, announcing that it is her pet. Cella dragons are harmless. They're basically flying lizards, so Jayla doesn't think much about this moment at the time. Jayla follows up on Blackjack's alibi to find it checks out. An entic clerk with the financial claims division named Cleveland Woodwork testifies that he was meeting with Blackjack over Magic Mirror at the time of the murder. Woodwork further explains that Blackjack doesn't appear to have any money woes at all. Blackjack's financial accounts show a paycheck that was written to Nightshade and cashed. The ledger mailed to Woodwork by Blackjack's assistant also shows that an invoice was sent to Roland Spindle for the marble bust he commissioned Blackjack for that was never paid. According to the Financial Claims Division, Kyla Blackjack has a clean record. Meanwhile, more reports of robberies, some involving murder, continue to crop up with one person in common, Kyla Blackjack. Victims turn up shot, beaten, incinerated, suffocated, and even decapitated. In all cases, their most valuable assets are missing. There's no evidence of breaking and entering in any of these cases. It's as if these robberies are the work of a ghost. Every one of Blackjack's clients in a five-month period experiences an unwelcome visit. The bad news for Blackjack gets worse as a search and seizure of her studio digs up a stash of transfiguration tokens. These are coins that allow a person to magically shift into an animal. Each of these tokens is only good to transfigure a person for one hour and good for one-time use. They are designed to make the holder shift into the form of Blackjack's pet Sela Dragon. Transfiguration tokens are illegal. Blackjack claims the tokens aren't hers and that she was in the studio during all the robbery incidents. Regardless, Jayla is forced to place Kyla Blackjack under arrest for transfiguration token possession. Under pressure to solve the case, Jayla talks with Stanley Nightshade, who still nurses a healthy grudge with Kyla Blackjack, and claims that he never received his paycheck. Furthermore, Nightshade's alibis for all the murders are that he was watching speeder races. Jayla finds nobody who can back up Nightshade's alibi. Nightshade soars to the top of the list as Jayla's prime suspect. Kyla Blackjack's troll assistant, Savannah Littletree, refers to Nightshade as someone with a violent temper. In her interview with Littletree, Jayla confirms that Nightshade's paycheck was written and cashed, and no money was received from the Spindle family for Roland's bust. 
Littletree admits to having disagreements in the past with Kyla Blackjack, but everybody has problems with their boss sometimes. Littletree states that she was in the office working late, the doorman for the building where Blackjack's studio is located, confirms her alibi. The only recorded movement in or out of the building on the night of the crimes was Blackjack's pet Sella Dragon, an animal no bigger than a parrot, whom Jayla theorizes must have been a transfigured Blackjack flying outside. Savannah Littletree compliments Kyla Blackjack as a talented artist and she was deeply sorry that the dirty business with the case forced her to leave her position as Blackjack's assistant. So who's behind this all? Like Jayla, you have all the facts you need to solve this case. Is Kyla Blackjack a suspect or the victim? If she is the victim, who framed her? Stanley Nightshade is the obvious prime suspect, since his alibis for the night of any of the robberies could not be corroborated, and his status as a rival to Blackjack gives him motive to set her up. Also, as a former partner, he would have known how to get into the studio to plant the tokens and frame her. But maybe there's something more sinister at work here. As a reminder, we know that none of these crime scenes contained evidence of breaking and entering. Blackjack was found with coins transfiguring the holder into an exact copy of her pet dragon. Spindle and Nightshade's claims do not match financial records provided by Littletree and Woodwork. One last thing. As an author dedicated to fair play, I promise that the solution to this case does not involve any magical means that I have not introduced in this story. Everything that you need to know is here. Somebody is lying, but who? The answer will be revealed tomorrow. That's going to do it for us today. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley with music by Garrett Ferris and audio blocks. Books are available on Amazon in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.